I think we're live. Alive. Gold Nerds After Show. We are back for a new year. Yeah, first show of the new year and a live one. And a live one. Doing it live, as they say. Oh, good. We are live on Twitter. <laughs> That's good. Hopefully people will see us. Hey there, Big Gold Nerd. Hello. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Check it out. Yeah, look, good big gold nerd is here with an excellent new, an excellent new uh, avatar. Yeah, love it. Love the love the sunglasses on Wendy. So, Super. so yeah, we've got exciting stuff today. We do big episode today. Um, big pops episode today. Yeah, today was a big Pops episode. Pops episodes tug on my heartstrings. They they are my kids were watching with me. They got very nervous when Pops jumped off of that when Pops jumped off of that high dive. There were big nerves in our house. Yeah. I mean, I was I was fear. I was in fear for the that entire episode for Pops cuz I just what else would he have done for Adam? Would have gone I mean, to the moon. I feel like it's very realistic. My dad has hurt himself so many times to play with his grandchildren. Like he he's a very lively guy. He has a lot Aww. of energy, but he but he has gotten dislocated knees and and he tendons and bunions and all sorts of things just to just to keep the kids happy, the grandkids happy. That's so sweet. Yeah, my grandpa he uh he does that. He well, I mean, we're older now, but he used to do that stuff for us. Um, it's just it's so heartwarming to see what grandparents will do for their grandchildren. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, all right. We've got we've got people pouring into the chat. We've got some polls ready. Lons, you want to take us to it? We have some. We have some. Yeah. E we have some emails. Oh, Chad's here. We have hey, some Chad. E we have some emails uh, also from folks who reached out, which is really cool. To yeah. Some uh, questions so for us to weigh in on. There's a lot happening. Welcome to another new episode of the Gold Nerds podcast live. I'm your host, Lons, and I can be joined by my good friend and co-host, Shy. Hey, Shy. Hello, Schmoopaloos. Hello. Um, so yeah, so big pops episode, like I said, um, that was probably the B storyline where he's, you know, working with, you know, working with his best friend, Adam, um, after Adam sees the movie cocoon, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, cocoon. I gotta tell you, I saw cocoon. I rented it when I was little, my grandparents, three of my four grandparents were still alive at the time. Extremely emotional experience. I was, ex I reacted very similar to Adam, similarly to Adam. And I, and I'm guessing there's a number of folks who are, are on live with us right now that, that saw cocoon and had a similar emotional reaction to this idea of the grandparents both becoming invincible because of this rejuvenating pool, but also the notion of, of mortality and, when it's people's time to go and the how long you want to live and live with or without your partner it was 
it's a beautiful and very funny movie and kind of one of a kind. Like there's a cocoon too. No one wants to see that. And it starred Wilford Brimley, <laughs> the, the oatmeal guy himself. Yes. And Gutenberg, who was in this episode. And I have to Gutenberg, tell you, as we saw. I have to tell you, we'll get to it in a little bit, but it's a, you know, it's a great episode of the Goldbergs when Gutenberg is the third, like the, the, um, guest star that I am third most excited to see. That's how good this episode wow. of the Goldbergs was. Wow. Big shoes to fill. Yeah, I never saw Cocoon, but I did see the DCOM Disney Channel original movie, 17 again, not to be confused with the Zac Efron 17 again. This starred the Maori twins and TJ Maori, um, where their grandparents like took a bath and became 17 again. And it was them like readjusting. So, like, so it's a mashup. It's a mashup of the Zac Efron movie and yeah. Cocoon. Okay, that's what yes. we're talking about here. All right, I got exactly. Um, but it also tugged on my heartstrings as well. So, was there a scene you know, like in Cocoon where a man who refuses to let his wife play in the fountain of youth brings his wife's dead body to the fountain of youth and tries to get her to come back to life when it's too late? Because that is what my <laughs> eight-year-old self saw in cocoon when i was a little kid no definitely not but there was a dog that was uh that took the like bath and became a puppy again but it was getting sick and it almost died um the puppy almost died so it was like very stressful for me because so they, they don't have the guts to have steaks anymore like in cocoon that i mean i i don't know that that traumatized me but i gotta tell you there are steaks in cocoon People die. People have like to it. leave Earth. They've got a choice. Die or leave Earth. Which is in Those some ways. Are... But I guess that's sort of live forever in, in the sky, like in Cocoon. Or stay I mean, if you get to live in the in the sky with your soulmate, right? If you're married and you have like, like wife or husband and that's not too bad, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and they went with all their friends too. So, like, they got a whole crew of people go on the go on the spaceship at the end of Cocoon, the movie. So it would be like if Pops and all the old people went away together. I want to say it's I want to say is it Hume Cronin, and I know all these old actors' names because they they meant a lot to me when I was little. I was very attached to them. They reminded me of my grandparents. Oof, emotional movie. Yeah, wow, Don Amici, I don't know Don if Amici, I have the Hume emotional Cronin, bandwidth to watch that. Don Amici, Hume Cronin, and, and Wilford Brimley. Big time. Big time group of actors. Um, so, yeah, that so, you know, Adam is scared about Pops getting older and slowing down. And so he takes he goes to Barry. Barry shows them this muscle, I don't know, energy powder. You're, you're an athlete. You're, you're an athlete. I feel like you know people who take those powders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, they're like protein powders, right? But this seemed like it was on another level, like protein mixed with an energy drink. Yeah. Oh, Lon's you there? Did you freeze? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
that 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 was a lot but but i there was definitely phases in the 80s and 90s where like all the guys were taking those i've taken those powders for like a week and i'm like oh no thank you i'd rather be soft yeah i've never taken those powders no thanks not worth it and what did you think of erica's plot line the lawyer plot line this one got my attention quite a bit today yeah so i think you mentioned it and i was gonna say the same thing um i think we're both on the same headspace that we both thought she was gonna be a, a therapist um i've had that same idea since season one because she's always been the mediator between the family um as an like i would imagine an oldest sibling to be the mediator the level-headed one so i always thought she'd be a good therapist um so when last week she said she was going to be a lawyer i thought you know that's a pivot but i think i think that's the right career for her my kids my kids called continuity foul they were my my kids were like what where did that come from? I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was great. And I think Haley actually crushed it as the lawyer. And when you think back to all of the scams she's done and think trouble she's gotten herself into, the John Calabasas credit card, the fact that Erica has that bevy spirit in her that she's mm -hmm. always struggling with, it actually makes perfect sense all along. Like now that it's coming together. But I was with you. I thought therapist all the way. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, isn't a lawyer kind of a therapist because you're talking through with the client and like talking them off a ledge or helping them out of a sticky I situation? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to make the connection, Shy. Jeez. That, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, the Big Gold Nerd says Beverly was hilarious this episode. Yes, she was there were some really great quotes i was in charge of the tweeting so i, I they, they weren't i didn't take notes otherwhere otherwhere otherwise but i'll go back and there were a couple of lines that just cracked me up that that <laughs> she's so great and wendy is just masterful oh here's the here's it here's my wendy moment today it, it was right before the opening credits i think it's right before the opening credits when she snuggles up to erica and just gets a little close and goes, you're my little baby. And like, does that to me, that is Wendy genius. I don't know if it was written to her. Um, uh, I don't know if it was written for her or if that was Wendy being Wendy, but it was delivered with such perfection. Chris, Chris, always yeah. the contrary. By the way, Chris, always the contrary, the contrarian thinks the lawyer plot line mm -hmm. is a great move. I think the lawyer plot line is a great move. I think for for older yeah. fans, I'm curious if anybody who's sort of the old school fans, if if you if you saw the lawyer thing coming, because I didn't, but that doesn't mean it's not awesome. I thought it it crushed. It delivered really well. Also, I, I definitely think it fits with her personality. Yeah, she's argumentative and she's again smart and I, I think it works it works really 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 well the yeah the other thing the other moment i loved was when bevy wendy runs around saying what, what did you say children of lesser mothers or mothers with lesser children i don't remember which one it was i feel like either one of them is believable but yeah. i feel like that was a a huge amazing uh, a huge amazing line and um 
it's just I feel like I can't believe it took us seven seasons. I mean, the seventh season, eighth season, eighth seasons. I can't believe it took us eight seasons to get to that, get to that line. Uh, yeah, because I feel like she she's one family and one parenting so many times. She she has, and I mean the accomplishments already for these children. Um, like she says, you know, Adam's going to win an Oscar. Uh, Barry's going to be the Surgeon General, and now Erica's going to be on the Supreme Court. Lofty goals for all of them, but all within reach because of Bev's smothering. Uh, they couldn't have done it without her. I think they need to recognize that. And let's and let's get yeah there we go yeah the big old nerds with us I won parenting amazing and and I hope real Beverly saw that episode and appreciated that that is that's a little bit of a love letter to her I mean not a little bit the whole show is a love letter to her but to me that was a love letter to her because she it it it, it is kind of saying she won she did win parenting I mean yeah also. There's, there's a great also this is actually from last was it last week where erica almost wants to become a doctor right yeah and yeah. and barry says there's only room for one dr goldberg and erica <laughs> says i think you're you don't know a lot about the profession to me that that was really funny because being jewish like having a having a child that is both a doctor and a lawyer i don't know how much better it gets than that for like a Jewish mother. Like that is, that is as good That's as your pinnacle. That's as good as it gets. Yeah. My, well, my, po my poor mom has none of those. <laughs> none um, of those. I will say, you know, I would definitely go to Goldberg and Goldberg law agency with having Bev and Erica as the partners, both oh, yeah. want to be lawyers. I just want to watch that show. The whole law subplot of them and Paul Shear and June Diane Raphael. By the way, June Diane Raphael and Paul Shear, two of my absolute favorite comedians. I've seen them do their podcast live. They are geniuses and having them land in the Goldverse, like like absolutely amazing. Paul Shear is someone that like comedically and in the podcasting world I look up to and he was hilarious in this and considering his good buddy Rob Hubel has been on the show so many times as John Calabasas. Well, I, I to me this was a big, big moment. I tweeted like heck from like all of the profiles to to give Paul a shout out. Maybe, I, maybe Paul, maybe he'll be a recurring character and he wants to come on the Cold Nerds podcast. <laughs> that that maybe. would be a bucket list. That would be a bucket list conversation for me. Uh, we have a poll coming up, everyone. We're going to talk about pops because this was a big pops episode. Big and pops episode. I've put the poll in the chat. Um, uh, and on the, well, yeah, I, I put the poll, um, in the chat and I'm going to bring it up on screen right now. Go to menti.com. And if you go to menti.com and you put in the code eight, two, two, one, three, nine, nine, that's eight, two, two, one, three, nine, nine. You can vote in our poll. And rank your favorite Pops episodes. We brainstormed a few, but if you have another one, just click other and then drop it in the chat or tweet it at us while we go down the wonderful memory, memory lane of George Siegel's incredible performances on the Goldberg. Yes. And he was so good in this episode. 
the fact that we got that the 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 smooth pops dancing with the ladies and being his old self was just amazing you know um so when he first took the powder and he they're walking down the street and he like twirls a woman and like dips her that's actually christine lakin from set by step who played Al on Step by Step. She was the director of this episode. Oh, wow. I totally remember. Oh, I had a crush on her when I was a kid. I had a crush on her. Was she also in, in My Two Dads? Uh, She might have been. Was she? No, that's somebody else. But she reminds me of the woman who's on My Two Dads. Whatever. That, that like, look in the 90s, 80s was very, very, very like I like very high school crush for me. Yeah, she's great. I loved her as Al, um, the tomboy in Step by Step. She was always, you know, someone I looked up to. And uh, Big Goldnerd says, we've been missing Pops lately, so I was happy to have another Pops episode. I've been missing Pops lately too, but as we've mentioned before, I've been worried, you know, I don't want George Siegel to be any danger. In fact, I got worried a bunch of times. See how COVID has changed us. When he kisses Sean, I was like, I really hope Sean had that COVID test. And when he's sitting with all the young people in the movie theater, I was like, six feet, six feet. George Siegel's a national treasure. Yeah, I know. I mean, just a nervous day for Pops and a nervous time for George Siegel. Uh, and I think that's probably why he's been a little limited this year is because we're trying to protect him. Um, so less scenes for him um, during COVID. And I know they're taking all the precautions over at the Goldberg set, but, you know, just you can never be too safe with uh, with Pops and George Siegel. Yeah. The mustache, I think, is probably protecting him, though. Absolutely. It's, it's like a super mustache. Oh, yeah. You know, we talked with Haley when she was on about like a good episode for her and and Troy to come on. And I think maybe we missed our window because last week the them and them in the college them in college competing, I'm worried that I I'm worried that we like missed our opportunity. Uh I'm sure there'll be more. I mean okay. I, I I guarantee there'll be more episodes that focus a, a, around them in college. Um, I have no doubt about that. There's so much to explore and mine in college, you know? So that is true. Don't worry about that. That is true. Also something else. So I, 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 folks vote in our poll. I'm going to drop it in the chat again. And um, in the meantime, I'd love to read uh, some questions we got via email. I give yeah. this, person a ton of credit for tracking down my email and um so we'll be back to the poll in a minute but in the meantime how about i read this delightful you uh listener oops oh there's my computer sorry folks this delightful user email we got and i want to make sure i pronounce the name correctly because it was not a name i was familiar with um uh, not someone that we see on 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 twitter at least regularly so sunil Dahuan submitted a few questions. The first question, and thank you so much for sending this in. And um, and uh, uh, sorry, 
Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna answer we're gonna answer some of these questions. So one of them is the news from last month of Haley's home renovation show has gotten me thinking about what cast what the cast will be doing following the finale. What are your thoughts on what you both on what we see, uh, what you both see they will do in their post Goldberg roles? So that's the first question. There's two more really good ones. Okay. Um. I think I think Wendy might just it's hard to say with Wendy, you know, whether she'll just do movies after this. Um, because, you know, being number one on the call sheet for a show for, you know, a decade takes a toll on you hours wise. And she does it so gracefully and with mm -hmm. such kindness to the fans. Amazing. But, you know, I could also see her doing another sitcom. So. Right, like she's sitcom gold. ABC says, okay, we've wrapped the Goldbergs. Here's your new show. We'll call it Wendy. We'll call it, you know, something. And boom, another two decades of Wendy on TV. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's hard to say where she'll go, but she'll definitely be on our screens regularly. I'm looking forward. I haven't seen yet these cool indie movies that she's done, these more dramatic mm. roles. I, that's yeah. on my that's on my list to watch. I'm excited. I don't know if anybody's out there seen them. Would love to know your thoughts on Blush or Breaking Whales because I, I am full confidence Wendy's got to be a great dr dramatic actor because of how great she is at comedy. Yeah. And yeah, there you go. Chad's Chad's with us. Um, uh, and I think that she will do like she can do kind of whatever she wants, but you know, maybe she's like, okay, I did comedy for a decade or more or, you know, headlined comedy. Now I've made enough money, right? You got to presume if you're number one on a call sheet, like the Goldbergs, you don't like the money part of the rest of your career, if handled correctly, may not be as big a deal. So you can do indie gems as long yeah. as you want. Yeah, I would say so. But then, then I could also see like she was a side character in Bridesmaids. She should be headlining those movies at this point. Totally. Right. Like I love Kate McKinnon. I love Kristen Wiig. They're all hilarious. But Wendy could play in many of the movies as the lead that those folks have gotten. Maybe not as Cheetah in um, <laughs> in Wonder Woman. Kristen she Wiig could was... play Cheetah if she wanted to. That's true. She has the jazzer size, but but Kristen Wiig was actually quite good in that. So I, I really, I really, I did not. It's weird. I liked everything about the movie, but the movie and Kristen Wiig was a huge highlight for me in that. <laughs> it's a strange, it's a strange relationship because um, that movie took place in nineteen eighty something, sort of. Yeah, it did. Um, the next question, also from Sunil Dawan, and. Seeing Wilma on the series in Bevy's Big Murder Mystery Party episode from a few weeks ago has got me thinking about how they will have CB in this. Will they have CB in the series? I'm like the worst at reading things, by the way. This is like reading out loud is my weakness, like a genuine issue for me. And how do you see them pulling off a CB cameo role? I think you can't hear you anymore. Can you hear me?
Sorry, fans, we're having technical difficulties right now. Check, check, check. Can you hear me now? There we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a temporary power outage in my house. So, so, so this nice person, Sunil Dawan, asks, "How do we do? We see a CB cameo being pulled off." I mean, maybe in the same vein as they pulled off Wilma. I mean, they she's a college professor. Whether that, I mean, you could have a TA. She could have been a TA. You know how colleges have like TAs running the show, basically. Um, she could have been a TA, which would be like in the continuity of the Goldverse, where she would be an actual teacher in the '90s if she was a TA in the '80s. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It also could be like her first big teaching role towards the end of the '80s, before she goes to the military academy, right? Because wasn't she teaching at the military academy? Yeah. And, but I like that they slipped it in and they didn't make a big deal about it. They just put her in. Like, yeah, I agree. If you know, and I'm, and I love, love, love Wilma. So I like that they are salvaging those, you know, I like that they salvaged her character. Now, it's possible Brett Dyer, who is himself somewhat of a headliner, might be harder to grab for a cameo, right? Like, Like, one has to presume Brett Dyer is looking for his next show to headline. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they could get him. I feel like he he would be down to play with the Goldbergs. It, it, I could see him coming in towards the end of the 80s. <laughs> Chris, Chris assumed it was Wilma's mother as a college professor. So a little bit like this is a very deep cut, but I'm sure Adam would Adam F. Goldberg would appreciate this. The way Michael Dorn plays a guy that looks like Worf in Star Trek Six. That if, only if you like spend time trying to figure it out is actually like Worf's grandfather played by the same actor looking only slightly different than him. So it could well, be a I, grandpa Worf situation, but I, 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 really I, I like, I think it's real Wilma. Yeah, I think also, I mean, it could have just been Wilma as a TA. I mean, it was the right subject. It was biology. Isn't she a science teacher? So, oh yeah. I, I'll allow it to be in the, in, a part of the gold verse continuity. Oh yeah. To me, this isn't a ponytail paradox situation. I, I think, no. it to- I think it totally works. Yeah. I think it totally works. So should we, do you want to, um, do you want to reveal, I took our poll down, but do you want to reveal our poll results? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you everybody for voting on our poll. We have no idea what, how the, how the, how the results came out, but you were asked to rank some of your favorite pops episodes. If you, if yours wasn't mentioned, drop it in the chat. Here we go. Number one, the Daryl Dawkins dance, which to me goes in the top five or 10 of all time anyway. Yeah, absolutely. The guys ask the girls because the ball, the girls ask the guys because the ball is the in your court. In their court. <laughs> yeah. And MTV Spring Break, I'm surprised that that came in second. That is not one I'm super into. I, yeah. I had very, I had a very different impression about what that one was going to be like, and then it, that's the one where they like accidentally. It's like based on a real story where Adam and his brother like accidentally lit, lit the microwave on fire at the father's old age home. Yes, and so MTV Spring Break, 
came in second. That's great. Who are the MTV Spring Break voters? I'd love to know, like what your what your case is. Hogan is my grandfather. That was my, I think, my second or third choice because that one is a beautiful episode. That episode sort of takes you out of the usual zany comedy and tells like a beautiful story about Adam's real grandfather, but also threads in George Siegel's real service in the USO, I believe. And I think that one is that one's fantastic. But but very it's almost like an anomaly Goldberg's episode. I would say, you know, I really like the pilot um, where where Pops is like coaching Adam on how to like ask out the diner girl. Waffle girl. Um, Waffle girl. (laughs) Diner girl, waffle girl. Who's to say the difference? Um, I think that's a really like perfect like Pops Adam relationship where he's the cool older like cool grandpa who's such a ladies man and like helping Adam, who's this geeky nerdy kid, like ask out a girl. Um, I think that's just such a, like an epitome of their relationship. So I would choose like the pilot for that. Um, And he just looks so cool in Barry Goldberg's day off with his great car um, and his sunglasses. And he's in, and when he's in the, um, passenger seat and he's like you know they're just like taking off in the car he looks so cool in that episode yeah yeah i i know that's one of your favorite episodes i don't know how much it's like maybe people don't it's sort of like a christmas story for me that's a pops episode but for most people they probably don't think about that as a pops episode because they think about the christmas story component and super hanukkah but for me it's really important the whole pops element like i all the like all the time on Passover, we say something like, and then Moses, the porpoise and Aquaman came and part of the Red Sea. <laughs> so, um, uh, okay. So there you have it. Daryl Dawkins dance and Daryl Dawkins dance harkens back to this episode too, because this episode really does have a lot of the, that same feel of Adam grappling with pops's mortality and that fear of having somebody that you love so much, not be around one day. Yeah, that that's big and emotional. Um, I agree. I mean, Daryl Dawkins all the way around a plus episode will go down as one of the greats of all time. Hands down. Put it in the Hall of Fame right now. First oh, yeah. round ballot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, we should do that. We should do who wants to do a we should do like a bracket at some point of Hall of Fame episodes. Absolutely. I mean, that's going to be a tough bracket. Sophie's choice all the way. There's so many great episodes. Yeah, there's no there's no like wimpy low end picks in the top. What is it? 32. You know how March Madnessy things work. I don't know how they work. But how many start? 64. 64. Yeah, I mean, in 64 of 100 or 200 episodes, how many episodes are we at now? We're not at 200 yet. I think we're at like 185 or something. Uh, Okay, yeah, but. But a third of these are 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 easily going to be really hard to put yeah. together, especially when you go in that that run of season two, three, two four, and five. Three. Yeah, two, two, three, four, five. It's like all home runs. Not to say I there agree. are like tonight. I really love too, but there is that like classic period that you can't really mess with. Um, I want to go back to the CB thing, and if we can bring up Chris Adams 
comment about CB being a fellow college student. We didn't know where CB went to college. He could have very well have gone to the same college as um, Erica and um, Barry. You know, he doesn't have to interact with Barry to have gone to that college. He could have interacted with Erica. Maybe, um, I mean, he's an English guy, right? And I feel like there's a lot of overlap between English and pre-law people. So or, or I know how we could do it. Follow me here. College, definitely. CB in college gives Adam a tour of whatever university oh. Adam is going to check out. Absolutely. So can't you see CB being like the like acapella club hacky sack nerdy like like tour guide and, and being like becoming like Adam's icon because when you think about it, CB for an Adam is like a hero. Totally. And, and so like Adam in a bottle episode where neither of the siblings are there, going to check out college could be getting a college tour from CB and talk about oh my god I want to be just like you one day uh, and then. And then, you know, then CB just goes back to his life. But then we get a great CB cameo. Absolutely. That should you write for the show? I mean, Come on I, now. I, I, I could never I could never carry the pencil of an Aaron Cassander. But, <laughs> you know, I, I would always welcome the opportunity to share my ideas and and our ideas for Jenkintown, PA. Jenkintown, PA, one day we will get to the 2000s people and it yeah. will be a dystopian black comedy. <laughs> Which, again, one could argue. Yeah, exactly. A dystopian. By the way, Carla, haven't seen where, any where Carla. Where is Carla? I mean, probably like on the lamb running from the law, right? At this point. Uh, she oh. did go to Yale, what they call jail in Mexico. <laughs> so that could be it. That could be it. And so we, we, down there. we have one more question from Sunil. Thank you so much for those questions. This one has to do with Sean and, 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 and Sunil prefaces it with, even though you both do not work for the series, a friend of mine has somewhat personal question about Sean, but has he started to work out before and safely in COVID while catching up on the series over the winter break, I've noticed his wardrobe since about the second half of the season. Now it includes shirts that button up along with jackets over a t-shirt in, in produ is production trying to cover up his physique to keep Adam's nerd, non-athletic persona or is my friend crazy. I have noticed Sean has gotten, you know, I don't know if it's a function of him being older. Remember he started as like a little smushy faced kid. When all of this started, he's now in his, 20 he's 20 he's 20 you know probably taking good care of himself uh <laughs> you know probably looking at other things to do you know and like doing what i should have done when i was in my 20s so it's possible he's getting he's getting he's getting stronger now, uh, my what do you think so yeah it could be i i actually haven't noticed you know i think it it's not notice that he's gotten like too bulky or too ripped, but that it's just a natural progression of getting older, you know, like, like he's definitely gotten taller. He's filled out a little more, but I, it's not like stark, you know, but I will say that if he is working out, you know, he has two co-stars that seem to be pretty into the health theme lately. Sam Lerner, Lerner, Sam Lerner, Sam Lerner, 
So Definitely he, works out a lot. Yeah. So he got pretty ripped. Um, or he is pretty ripped. Um, if you notice, like from like season three to like four or something, you know, he's he got really he got really toned. Um, so he works out a lot. And then, you know, I think we've all noticed that that Sean, uh, not Sean, um, Troy, he's gotten leaner. He's been working out. Um, so I'd say maybe, you know, they work out together and there's probably trainers that they could go to. I mean, all the stars have personal trainers, right? So, um, I can see it. Not that I've like personally noticed like a stark difference. Like I did with Jeff Schwartz. Like I like saw like, wow, this guy like is working out, you know, and I, yeah, I and we follow him like, on Inst and on Instagram, he does a lot of workout stuff and, or not yeah. like work. He's not like a meathead, but he, he, there's enough to see that. Oh, he's pretty physically active. Sean seems a little more private, especially yeah. since he's younger. I think that also Sean, the way he's kind of grown up and, and he's kind of like that wiry frame, but that strong, he kind of makes me think of like uh Tom Holland and Spider-Man kind of character now. Like he was, he was the goofy sidekick in Kim possible, but I could see him like doing a superhero kind of show now where he's like a nerdy, a nerdy guy who kind of gains powers and fumbles through it. Like your, your Shazam or your Spider-Man feel kind of thing. And, and that, totally. the way he's bulked up physically maybe is part of why I'm like seeing that. Which answers our previous question. What, what the cast is doing after the show, he's going to go star in some Marvel movies. Yeah. Let's put him in a Marvel movie for sure. Let's put him in a Marvel movie. Let's get Wendy doing some serious drama, some Oscar stuff. Jeff seems to be already like, taken care of he's doing curb and music and right like jeff yeah jeff seems like he's already got he's already got his plan Haley, i hope Haley still acts but if not her music's wonderful so i bet you she'll tour and dig in on her music career and dig in on the home flipping stuff that she's doing her, her mom melody or antia everyone should check out melody's real estate business she's crushing it yeah uh, Mel Mel melody a dear friend of the program now and Troy. Troy, I don't know. I see Troy as this like mysterious guy that will like like disappear for a little while. Like just Maybe. go just go underground for a little bit. And then we'll see him pop up again. Or he'll do some voice stuff and just keep his privacy. I see him going like the indie comedy route. Oh, really? Okay, cool. I see I see Sam. We talked about this when we talked to him, but like I see Sam doing some like murdery stuff. Like I, <laughs> like his, I, I what was that? Dare, dare. Truth or dare? I dare you. I, I dare, dare you. I dare you. The one with the yeah. weird face stuff. Yeah, I, I think it's I dare you. I don't know, Truth or dare is the movie with Madonna. Oh, Truth or dare. That's it. No, it is Truth, Truth or, or dare. dare. Okay. Yeah, so that like I could see him doing some more stuff like that, where he's a little bit evil. Oh yeah. Um, good questions all around. Do we have more questions? Uh, no, those are, those are, those are the big questions from Sunil. Thank you so much, Sunil. And I think we're, we're sort of, it's getting to be that time. Although big gold nerd says Carla still works at the wing store. Maybe she, she's a, a woman of mystery that we will find out her, her origin story in Jenkintown PA where she's been for the last right. two I decades. Mean, exactly. Alex Jennings, she's going to do Jenkintown PA. That's our plan for Alex. 
that's what Alex is doing after the Goldbergs. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. After, after the Goldbergs We're that's our plan for her. She doesn't know it yet. Oh, we've got, uh, I would love to interview Alex. That would be such a treat. That would be so much fun. Well, what do we have coming up this season? What's, what's, what's you're always, you always keep your finger on the pulse of the upcoming episodes. Yeah. Let's see. Um, let's see what's coming up. I, uh, I wonder if they'll take, oh, that's what I wanted to mention to the gold nerds. They, I don't know where I read it or heard it, but, or yeah, I just know that in LA, I think it's like a deadline thing that LA productions have paused and taken a longer hiatus than normal. So I, I feel like we're going to be backed up on episodes for a little bit. So we might have a longer break between shows just because they're not caught up. They're like, I, I just, I don't even know if they started filming yet. Maybe they have. Um, but we'll see. You know, production is just iffy in LA right now. It's pretty bad with COVID. Um, so I know that that a lot of productions have shut down. And so, you know, fingers crossed that the Goldbergs doesn't have to or anything. But what's coming up next week, it's called Jeff's New Hat. Beverly realized... What? Jeff's new hat, a learner yeah. episode. Um, Beverly realizes that she and Murray are not quite as in sync as they once were after a game night with the very much in love Dolores and Bill. And then over at college, Jeff decides to try out a new look for himself, which is not well received by Barry, causing Barry's personal insecurities and fears to rise. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like we got that episode last year when when Jeff took over Barry's card and became more popular so than Barry. Funny. Such a great that. episode. <laughs> when 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 they get caught basically lying to college with no consequences. I know. <laughs> where, where Jeff's like taking his tests for it. Amazing. Um, and then two weeks from now, Quaker Warden. After realizing how little Adam has left out, oh God, after real, I see, I can't read online either. I, I think we have the same disorder, shy. Let's see, well, I'm going to start over. After realizing how little time Adam has left at Willingpen, a sentimental Beverly decides to get more involved at school to Adam and Principal's dismay. Nice. We get some Principal Ball. Her from intervening with Senior Skip Day, Adam and Principal Ball team up to put Beverly through an intense Quaker Warden training. So we have a Senior Skip Day coming up. Ah, Senior Skip Day. That was most of my senior year. <laughs> but they can't get me now. I'm not even in the same country I went to school in for my senior year. Uh -huh. Leave it to those Canadians to extradite me. <laughs> <laughs> so lots of good stuff coming up. Um, excited and, to have a Jeff episode. Yeah, and and we're gonna try to get some more staff, more 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 people from the show. We we want to maybe we get a writer or two. Um, we got some exciting stuff that we want to have happen before the end of the season. So if you all have thoughts of people you want on the show who haven't been on before, who haven't been on in the Lons and Shy era, because there are folks like, you know, Wendy, who we'd love to have back, but was on, you know, quite a few years ago. Let us know who your top priorities are, and that'll help us let them know 
that there's yeah. a, that, that you know there's love for them and that we want to chat with them so yeah let us know yeah hit us up you know hit us up at our dm so why don't we you know show them what our dms are and our twitter handles and yeah all that ma magic go I'll, ahead I'll, Jai. the magic is coming here okay so twitter at gold nerds instagram at the gold nerds and while those ticker on the bottom you see lons and i we have handles too you can always reach out to us i am yeah. at pancake for table on twitter and, and instagram. i'm pk prime 12 on instagram and twitter we're around day and night let us know your thoughts what we else what else we can do for the podcast and thank you so much for being here for a live after show. This was a lot of fun, folks. Big gold nerd, Chris, Chad. Love seeing you all out here. Did I miss anyone? I hope I didn't miss anyone. Everyone, all the gold nerds. We appreciate all the gold you. Nerds. We appreciate you. So does, are we at a JTP out situation? JTP out. All right, JTP out. Bye, folks. See you soon. Bye.